Welcome back to the Coast to Coast Hockey Talk. My name is Joe. And I'm Dave. And this is episode 19. Daver Gallant, what is up, my dude? Not we back, much, baby. Man. We back. We, we back, back, baby. Yeah, buddy. Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Coming off a strong off season yourself. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been having an off season. Quite one for the books. I've been uh, having a daily battle with some bears. Um, just last night, my buddy Jake was over, and uh, we were uh, watching some hockey, just chilling out. We heard a, a rustling out front, and sure enough, look over, and there's a big black bear, and he's got a full bag of garbage in his mouth, and he's cruising out of this driveway, and the neighbor, the guy across the street, lets his dog out, this big husky, and the dog runs over and bites the bear in the ass twice. No so way. It's no been way. eventful. It's been uh, something new every day, but hey. That's how I like it. Yeah, buddy. That's life in Poco. That's life in Poco, bro. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. What are you saying, dog? Would you uh what you, what's that going on right there? That's uh, a little THC for me. THC for me. A little vape, you know, getting get in the zone, getting ready to talk some hockey. We're finally back. We're about like a week away, less than a week away from the regular season. Fuck yeah. Uh, all the preseason, which means nothing that everyone's freaking out about is happening right now. Yeah, I had the uh, the Habs and Sens game on just now. It was four two for the Sens. Sens are looking good. That uh, that Gir- that Giroux Debrinket line. That's uh, something that looks pretty good. Gonna be some. Little Pre-season. disappointed in Slaff, but we'll get to all that in a bit. Uh, right. Just want to say it's good to be back. It's good to talk with you again about hockey and whatnot. Uh, I see you're drinking yeah. some wine. Is that the classic white wine, Dave Okanagan special? You know it, you know it, buddy. Some Fuck white yeah. wine and a little THC, and I'm ready to talk smack about some puck. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, I'm uh, yeah. I'm actually off the piss right now. I'm taking a step back from the boozing just for now. Uh, is, that, is that a cranberry juice? This is a water with some Mio water enhancer. Mm, water I'm a enhancer. big big Mio guy. Yeah, I mean it's good to it's good to take a break every now and then. Um, uh, but yeah, anyways, let's fucking get into it. Shall we got a we? lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. Um, it's been a long time. It's been a long off season, as they are. Yep. They um, are. The leaves are changing. The sun is setting earlier, and let's talk some puck. Let's do it, man. What do you got? Let's first thing. Take the lead. Take the lead. First thing I want to talk about is the retirement of NHL legend Yaromir Yager. Age 50, he's hanging it up. Um, and it's not the most happiest story about his reason. He said he, he's he's lost motivation for playing the game. That's sad yeah. to me, coming from Yermir. Mr. Yager. That's true. I mean, that guy's been playing hockey since he was probably five or six years old and professionally since he was like 18. Yeah, and he's 50 years and old now and he 50. just stopped playing. <laughs> and he just stopped like having yeah. the motivation because, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of guys in the NHL play for... 10 years less, they retire, mm. they probably never put the skates back on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know I mean? so, so let's go over it here. He's drafted fifth overall by the Pittsburgh Penguins in the 1990 NHL entry draft. Okay? Fifth overall. This this is nice. after uh, Owen Nolan from the Nordiques. Nordiques picked Nolan, and then oh. the Canucks picked uh, Peter Nedved, and then Detroit picked Keith Primo, Flyers took Mike Ricci, and then Pittsburgh took Yager. That's a if solid I, top five, I gotta say. <laughs> sure, yeah, I would yeah. agree with that. Um, if I had to do that draft over again, Yager's going number one easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. easily yeah. for sure. Um, for sure, he was he was an icon, an NHL icon. Remember, remember his uh, his celly, his after goal celly, the salute. Oh, 100% I remember. Can't fuck it. with that. You take you take the glove off, do the two-figure salute. Yeah, yeah. I loved I loved that show when I was a kid. That was like prime kid being a hockey fan and I loved yeah. Pittsburgh and they won those two cups. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I was a Jagger lover for sure. And I, he did def- the best announcer too. Yeah. He he was so good and he made his way around the NHL. Here's a list of all the teams he played for. Pittsburgh Penguins, Washington Capitals, New York Rangers, Philadelphia Flyers, Dallas Stars, Boston Bruins, New Jersey Devils, Florida Panthers, and the Calgary motherfucking Flames. Wow. He ended his career 
playing for the Kladno Knights in the Slovakian Czech League, uh, where mm-hmm. he was the owner, coach, and captain. What an absolute legend. I know, right? Like, that's ridiculous. And Let's I imagine with- he's still still the owner, and he's probably just going to be chilling up in the box. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Just, just pretty sweet. Just shaking his mullet. Yeah. Um, so check this out. He had two 50-plus goal seasons. He had three 40-plus goal seasons. He had eight 30-plus goal seasons and a shitload of 20-goal seasons. Wow. His best season came in the year of 1995 and 96, where he had 62 goals, 87 assists for a combined total of 149 points. God damn. Damn, man. He's a that's a, uh that's an aggressive amount of points for a time in the league that I feel like was kind of defensive. No, am I crazy? I could be wrong about well, that. Well, I just picture New Jersey. The goalies easier. were a bit easier, I think. Goalies were a bit easier. You're right. Yeah, yes. I'm just thinking of New Jersey. But in still, that but still, you yeah, know, he was the best one doing it, and he mm. won. He was a five times Art Art Ross winner. He won the Ted Lindsay Award three times. He's a two time Stanley Cup champion with the Pittsburgh Penguins. He won a heart. And a Bill Masterson. This guy did it all. Yeah, he did, did do it all. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, so I just want to yeah, say this, I mean, this guy is my hands down my favorite player to ever lace him up. So, Yaramir Yager, congratulations, buddy. We love you and we salute your retirement. We definitely salute his retirement. I have a good story from when I was a kid. Tell me. Uh, I would have been like 11 or 12 or something. And yeah. I won this Coca Cola Escape with the Stars thing. And like I grew up in Ottawa, so we went down to the Civic Center. You got to skate with some of the Ottawa Senators. That's fun. And like do whole thing. It was like Randy Cunnyworth and uh, Craig Billington was a net. I still remember scoring a goal on Craig Billington. Nice. He was trying. I don't give a fuck if I was 12. <laughs> but anyway, after that, the Pittsburgh Penguins were doing their practice for the game the next day. So I went out and watched. And then Yager's coming around. Bing! Right off the crossbar into the stands. I get the puck. So I'm stoked because I know they're going to come out after. And I waited however long that took. And they came out and I had like tape on the puck and I had my hat and he came up I asked him to sign it and he tried to sign it my pen didn't work and he just looked at me and he went doesn't work and gave it back to me and walked the fuck away <laughs> with no signature crushed dreams really? I was like oh my god I was like I don't think I hated Yager but I was like what the fuck well, he's a busy <laughs> I, guy he's a busy I, guy I know but like does it work I'm like no one else had a sharpie like you couldn't fucking circle back <laughs> anyway I still couldn't, loved him, but that always stuck back. with me. Couldn't, couldn't circle the, back with a fucking the, fresh Sarpy for the kid. Couldn't do the Jen Saki and circle back. No, man. Anyway, he was still uh, great, but that always stuck with me. Okay. Well, I mean, I can see that. It's kind of a kind of a dick move. Doesn't change how I feel about him, but I can see how you might have your reservations for him. Uh, exactly. Um, <laughs> Dave's on the record. Hates Yager. Okay. So I uh, hate Yager. I just there's you know there's a yeah. discomfort there. Is Yager, uh, in my opinion, he is, um, but he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, right? Like, that's guaranteed. I'm surprised he's not already, uh, not already in there, but I was trying to mumble out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess you have to wait till he actually stops playing before you put him in there, but yeah, he's so, got to yeah. be. Come on. Yeah. How, how is yeah. he not? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, Yager, that's it. That's awesome. Uh, we love you. We love you to death. Finishing off with Yager, uh, just want to say he's the best. There's no one else like him. And yeah. uh, we'd be lucky if we ever get someone who is half as skilled and talented and fun to watch as he was. And just iconic. His fucking hair is iconic. His, Jofa? Like his salute is iconic. His helmet is iconic. Jofa bucket. His, Can't yeah, fuck with it. Ev- everything about the guy, just iconic. His whole his whole deal. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on. Let's, uh, a couple weeks ago, we did a fantasy draft. And yes, uh, this did. this next segment here is for all the boys and the girl that's involved. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you kick us off with your thoughts on on this draft? Okay, I think well, so we should we'll do our thoughts maybe on the draft, and then we could go through each team and quickly give our thoughts. I don't know if we need to go think? through each team. Or Let's go just kind of. I want to just... talk specifically shit about people. Oh, okay, you can do um, that. Uh, not really. Uh, the draft was phenomenal. I think big shout out to the Jarvos for putting on big uh, a wonderful affair. Yeah, uh, it was a great room, great atmosphere. Shout out to the commish, Alex Jarvo. He uh, yeah, he really goes above and beyond and does things for this group and this league that uh, a lot it's of people solid. probably would just say fuck it and not do it all. So Alex yeah. Jarvo, no. we give you some shit, but uh, you're the man, and mm-hmm. uh, we can't thank you enough for all the hard work you do. Keeping it real uh, for the league. Uh, I think it went really well. There was the typical guys that are going to get a lot of money, got a lot of money. Uh, there were some guys that went late that were steals. 
kind of what you expect from our auction that we've been doing for the last couple of years. Uh, but that was the last one. That's it. No more auctions. Nice. Uh, so, I mean, disappointing in a way because it was a good reason for everyone to get together. And I don't know if everyone's going to keep doing that for the uh, regular style draft. But, uh, you know, end of an era. Mm-hmm. It was nice to have everybody get together. And uh, and again, thanks, John Jarbo, for uh, getting us that sick place that we had. What a sick room that was. I can't think of a more perfect room to have for that draft. It was great. The fireplace with like the big the antlers and stuff. Like oh, that. It, it just unreal. Um, so, so who do you think has the best team right now going forward? Oh, I mean, that's like, I think I have the best team. Obviously, that's why I drafted them. You don't. Um, uh, I'm quite I'm quite happy with my team. I think uh, we're definitely going to peak at the right time. I'm going to get Marshawn back late. And it's going to be quite sick. I'm going to be right in the mix. Uh, You're a big old guy player, aren't you? Old guy player? Yeah, you like your old guys. Like, uh, you were How stoked you on Giroux last year. Now you're stoked on Marshawn. Um, old guy. I think Marshawn's <laughs> 33 or 34. Giroux. Yeah, he's an old guy. Yeah, but I mean, we could only have a keeper for three years in this league, and he yeah, was twenty dollars. It's a bit dust. I, so I wish it was twenty dollars for twenty dollars for Marshan. Uh, I'll take it. But we don't need to talk about our own teams. If there's another team that I thought looked good, um, uh, not a lot. No one in particular really sticks out to me. You got to see how the season goes. You know what I, I mean? I I mean, I disagree completely. I think I think our commission Alex Jarvo's got got the best team out there, there right now. He's got up. Matthews, Makar. And uh, he's got Marner, Randon. he's got Randon, and he's also got, uh, who else he got? He's got one more. He's just killing it. Of like big guys? Yeah, uh, the big I'd guys. i that's it for the big guys that he has. Yeah, exactly. So, but, but I mean, that's solid. But just but, having Makar and Matthews is solid. Right, but one guy gets hurt and then that's over. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to wait and see. like, Because that's, would you yeah. call his team top heavy? I don't know. It's not bad, but. Mm-hmm. Who, who well, knows? shout who out to uh, shout out to my buddy Jake's team, the uh, Orthodox Orthodox Hughes. He's That's got a pretty luck. good squad too. He's That's got uh, Drysidel, Kaprizov, and he's got uh, Shosturkin. So that that's Dream your keepers right team. there. Yeah. I think I I think I did pretty. pretty I don't good. think I would take a goaltender as a keeper. I, it is only three years. So Shuster- I guess that's you wouldn't take Shusterkin as a keeper for three years. Sure, yeah. yeah, not for like lifetime though. No. Yeah, um, I I think uh, I think Brett's got a terrible yeah. team. You I know think what he's I gonna, love? About- he's going to be totally in the basement, and I uh, I hate his team. I hate everything about his team. Um, I, th- I, I I I hate everything about the trades he's made. He knows that everyone's been on his ass. Uh, Memes, which is him, has been kind of making fun of himself, so he must be feeling it. Yeah, he's got. Uh, he he traded me Nick Suzuki, who's a first line center, for uh, Shane Wright, who's probably not going to play in the Might NHL. Might not play this in year. the NHL. Yeah, and then he did um, another bit of a doozy. I'd say the other trade wasn't great either. I can't think of it what it was off the top of my head right now, but yeah. So uh, five headed Willie, ideal. you're a bust. Um, well, we'll see. He won last year, so yeah. I mean, maybe. That's why, like, who knows? Like, what if all of a sudden Matt Murray and uh, Ilya Samsonov are the best duo in the NHL? Yeah, who knows? What about uh, that? And who everybody knows? wants to know who got McDavid this year. It was Scanners. So Mike, Mike's got him locked up. Yeah, I was. I remember looking at Scanners' team because it was going to be like he paid like four fifty for McDavid, but his team's actually not bad. I kind of think Mike Sneaky he paid has five fifty for McDavid. Yeah, but he still got Kopitar. I know Taylor Hall's hurt, but that's not bad. Probably good. Mm. Decent stat wise, bunting he's gonna get points out of them. Lining yeah. might be good with uh, fucking what's his balls, the uh, yeah. Johnny Ham and Cheese. I like Drew Doughty. I I don't mind Scanlon's team. I gotta say, Sneaky could be good. Jack Campbell, Revenge yeah. Year, Never know. Skinner. I see the he Edmonton could, Oilers could win the Pacific. I mean, he could do something. Um, I yeah. I I, I, I like my team as well. Let's have a look here. I don't I don't love my team. There's still some moves I want to make. I think. Uh, after looking at it, it's a bit um, Habs heavy, which uh, I tend <laughs> yeah, to do sometimes. My my uh, my Homer yeah, bias heart, kind of flares you know, up, but I got the, I got the good Habs players. Like, okay, out of the Habs, yeah. I got Nick Suzuki, Cole Caulfield, and Kirby Doc. Okay? Those are those are the good ones. You can Probably gonna and... try and move Doc, get something in return. Yeah. But Cole Caulfield's gonna get me thirty goals. Cool. Nick Suzuki's gonna get me seventy points. I also got Antoine Lundell. Picked him up for twenty dollars. He yeah, got thirty-five goals last year, year right? in his in his first year. This year he's going to be playing hard with Kachuk. 
It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, I also got Ovi. I got Alex Ovechkin. He's chasing a yeah, record. I like Ovi. He'll always be um, on the fucking Adam you know, Fox. Is I got sick. Adam Fox on the back yeah. end with uh, Owen Power, OEL. Yeah, I think Owen Power as a rookie. I don't know. If I he's scooped, be I scooped up Mason McTavish because he's playing with Zegris. He's going to be good. Yeah, I got uh, Victor Arvidsson's not bad either. Victor Arvidsson puts up points when he's yeah. healthy. I got Brock Besser. You know, I, I got Nadelkovich and Olmark as my goalies. I think I'm going to be okay. Yeah, I don't know about stuff to yeah. win, but what are you what are you looking let at? Me, for let me make well I'm gonna work look at my I didn't know we were just stroking our own teams off. Yeah, we gotta stroke it a little the, bit. I'm gonna make the case for my team. My top six is six is kind of ridiculous. Like not any of them is number one, but none of them is below top like twenty, maybe uh-huh. like potential. So Elias Lindholm, we all know what's his deal. He's playing with Hubido, he's in Calgary, they're gonna be high flying. He's always actually a really good stat filler. He used to be a dual position which is not anymore that's unfortunate yeah uh, J- jt miller he was sick last year last couple of years if he can keep that up this year he's he'll be great he's a good staff filler mm-hmm. vander kane i love that that's he's a fucking keeper for sure panarin uh points guy he's great claude Giroux, i think will have a great year in ottawa uh he's going to be sharing the puck a lot i don't look to him to score a lot i look to him for a lot of assists and a lot of power play points i think ottawa's power play this year is going to be pretty fucking sick uh adrian kempe I like the guy. I mean, I picked these guys for a reason, obviously. Yeah. Connor Brown, sneaky good. He's going to play with Ovi for a couple of months off the beginning. Dylan Strom on Washington, sneaky good. I like my team. I like my team. You know, I'm going to say I think one team of our league's not going to make the playoffs this year, and it's the Dukers. Oh, M's fighting words. Let's have yeah, a look at the. I don't Dukers think Dukers here. are getting. Luke has perennially been a strong fantasy. I know, candidate. and I think this is going to be the the year of uh, of the Dukers down. He is level platinum, my yeah. friend. Level platinum. So he's got Kuznetsov, Ryan O'Reilly. He's got good goaltending. Goudreau. I mean, Goudreau. Who knows? Gonna, yeah, he's not. He's still going to be good. He doesn't do. He doesn't hit or do anything like that though. Mm. For our, our league's not as great. Yeah. Blake, Blake Wheeler should have a comeback year, you'd hope. Yeah. I, I like Mackenzie Weger, D'Angelo. I like Stutzla. So who, who do you got for not making the playoffs? For not making the playoffs? And you can say me or yourself. For, for you someone, want. just pick one random team or someone who you so, didn't make it last year that won't miss. One random team. One random team. Um, let's see. I'll, I'll pick someone who did last year and didn't this year. I'm going to take a second look at Five Head Willie. And I'm going to tell you what I think. <laughs> Five Head Willie, who was our uh, league champion last year, only because he hoarded all the goaltenders and almost cheated his way in, through the league. We have one last category. I could see Five Head Willie missing the playoffs. I'm not saying his team is terrible, but I could see with an injury or two, he doesn't have a lot of depth. I would say his goalies actually look pretty garbage from a guy that used to hoard goalies. Right. So I would say I could see him missing it. That'd be my hot take. Not that he will, but yeah, I could see five head Willie missing the prayer. All right. Well, uh, we'll check back in on this uh, fantasy league of ours as the season progresses, but let's get back to some real life hockey. RIL. Um, let's talk about um, some things that happened since last R-I-L time. RIL or IRL? IRL. And uh, <laughs> it is talk- real in life as well. Sorry. Real Sorry. in life. Uh, hockey team here. Um, we're talking about some extensions that happen here. Let's start on the east side. We're a coast-to-coast hockey team here, so let's go on the east side here. Um, for the New York Islanders, they made two extensions since we last talked, and the main one being, which just happened today, was Matt Barzell. They scooped him up for another mm. eight years at $9.15 million dollars a year. Sorry, like, you, said the, you said the Islanders and I almost fell asleep. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, it's a sleepy team. I... I like having Barzell on your team, but for 9.1 a year for eight years, to me, is an overpayment, and it's a bit of a waste of his talent. He's not a flashy offensive player, and they are a defensive-minded sleeping team. I don't know why he would do that signing. Maybe he didn't think he could get a a bigger pot than anywhere else. Probably a money thing, yeah, because he's he's on a leash and apparently playing under... uh, over Larmer, their GM, he's so Lou old Lamarillo. school. Or Lamarillo, sorry. Yeah. He's like, he's so old school. He's like, no one can have fun yeah, here. Yeah, he makes and no them shave their faces. Yeah, go fuck yourself, old timer. Yeah, like, I don't I'd... care how legendary you are. Yeah. Shut the fuck old up. Old prick. Yeah, like yeah. I, would, I wouldn't I would want to play there if I had a choice. And he's yeah. an elite center. 
I would have gone to friggin' Detroit if I was him. Mm, I would have gone somewhere for sure. I would have definitely taken no. a flyer on somewhere else. Somewhere, um, well, you know what I mean. Somewhere young and like up and coming or whatever. I'm sure he could have gone somewhere. He's from uh, he's from Coquitlam, eh? Well, maybe even, nice... maybe even Poco. Really? Yeah. Uh, another New York Islander uh, re-sign was uh, Alexander Romanoff. They got him in a trade for their pick, which then had Montreal send that pick to mm, right. Chicago, which got them Kirby Dock. Right. And uh, so they signed Alex Defender Alexander Romanoff for three years at two point seven five a year. I mean, it is what it is. Contract. It's uh, maybe a bit of an overpayment, but I guess that's what everybody's going for these days. He's got a lot of potential. He throws his body around. He can move the puck well. He doesn't make a ton of mistakes, so, you know, good for him. Mm -hmm. I would say the one thing, a lot of the things we're talking about, overpayments now, there's also all the talk of how much the cap is going to jump up in a few years. Right. And so there, like these eight, nine million a year things might not look so shabby, even in the twilight years for some mm -hmm. of these guys. It's not going up super much, though. Well, we don't know, but there's talk I've talked of. They were chatting about it off some of whatever I was reading or writing. It was like, uh, going up by 10 million or going up by more than that, which mm. like that's that's a big difference when you're talking about a guy because how many guys are making eight million on the islanders? Not that friggin' many. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So they, they'll they'll have room still to get quality guys. Right. Um speaking of quality guys, uh Buffalo, they resigned Tage Thompson for seven years at seven point one four million a year. Again with these super long contracts for yeah. these people that haven't proven much like yeah Tage thompson has done almost nothing he scored some nice Ooh. goals called he had 38 goals last year on he a had one team. good year on a shitty 38 team. goals on a garbage all right, team in all right that's impressive but but it doesn't justify seven years i agree like how about a show me contract do it again like, do it again do, and then yeah. we'll talk or how about three years at like four or five mil yeah pay, exactly pay you a little bit because we think you have potential but show us what you really have like, yeah, exactly. It's um, a big, well, well, big gamble. It, it's a quite a gamble, and I mean, they are a rebuilding young team, and, we'll and I see believe he's like twenty five or something like that. They, so he might not signed, have. They'll sign Jack Eichel to an eight year contract, which didn't exactly pan out. So I guess we'll just see how it goes. They were dickheads to him. I feel. Like yeah, um, and Montreal made quite a few signings as well. Uh, they signed Kirby Doc that they got in that trade. They signed him at four years for three point three million a year. Bit of an overpayment again. Um, he will be an RFA after this contract, so it is a good mm. signing in my eyes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if they he still gets to if he kills it, he still gets to they still get first dibs on him. Whereas right, yeah. if he kills it, he doesn't get to walk away for nothing. No, yeah, so I, I think that's decent. It's a pretty good show me deal I, in my mind. He's got potential. The he's kids, got potential, and he's got a decent the, size too. He's not like some. He's not small. Yeah, like he doesn't have to grow in to mm -hmm. be able to be competitive and grind yep. for the puck. Like he's he's in the mix already. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So I don't um, mind it. Montreal also signed a couple goaltenders. Uh, they signed goalie prospect Caden Primo for three years mm. at you know eight ninety thousand a year. I don't love Caden Primo. I don't think he's going to really amount to much. Uh, I think this is just a safety pin for now because they don't really have any sure. goalie prospects. So he's really yeah, yeah. the only one coming up. Yeah. Um, and then they also just signed uh, Jake Allen for another two years at 3.85. I would have probably only given him 2.85 for yeah, Jake Allen. Yeah, but he's going to hold it down for you until they figure out who's yeah. going to be the guy. So, he's going to hold it down. He's probably not going to play more they, than 50 games, you know? Yeah, but I bet, you're, I bet you're happy with him by the end of the year for whatever he does for Montreal this year. Sure. And he, That's he's, my guess. And he's a good, stable. reliable guy. And he's, he's stable. Yeah, yeah, he's solid. He's reliable. And he's likely a very good vet for whatever young guy is going to be there yeah. with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And uh, and the biggest signing, um, probably in your eyes, would be Ottawa. They signed their boy Jimmy Stu, Tim Stutzla, for eight years at $8.3 million mm -hmm. a year. What do you think about that? I think that if last year was his breakout year, this is the year that he wants to show everyone that he's a fucking superstar in this hockey league. He is going to be absolutely on fire, I believe, right off the bat. The whole year last year, as well as he did, and there was like... Uh, it was a little bit streaky, which I don't love. I'd like to see more consistency. He didn't start well last year. He hit the fucking post and missed open so many opportunities last year. Stuff that just like he was not getting the bounces, but he was putting in the effort. He kept his head down. And he gets penalties and he gets angry about shit. So, you know, he cares. I think he's he's going to be smaller Brady with better scoring and better passing. Like he's he's going to be a heart and soul guy on this team and be a leader offensively, I think. Okay. 
if that's not like, licking his ass enough. So I like him. Yeah. So, I like so you, him. you like the signing? Yeah, yeah, I like the signing. Yeah. Right on. Stu is a stud in my book. Nice. Alrighty. Well, let's move on to the West Coast for extensions. Uh, we don't have a ton of extensions, but they are big ones. So let's start with uh, Vancouver. They re-signed JT Miller for seven years at $8 million a year. I like the number for him. I like $8 million a year for JT Miller. Don't mm. love seven years. I would have probably given mm. him five max. But but it might have been, a, he's like, I'm not signing here if you, like, he, he might have wanted the long term and they didn't yeah. kind of held him over a barrel because he's pretty much best player on the Canucks right now. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Um, St. Louis, they re-signed Jordan Cairo for eight years at $8.1 million. Odd that Cairo gets uh, a bit more than JT Miller, but yeah, I guess that's just the way she goes, bud. What is with that? I don't I see know. a lot of that, man. A lot of, and he's not old. Like he hasn't really proven himself. I would say. Would you say he's proven himself in the NHL to make eight million dollars a year for? No, again, years? he had one good year. Yeah. So why are they so afraid of them leaving that they have to do this? Like I don't get what this with these new. Everyone gets a long-term contract now. Yeah, I have no idea. It's like Oprah's the fucking GM for every team. You get a contract, <laughs> you get a contract, you get a contract. <laughs> Alrighty, and the big one here, uh, Colorado. They signed, they re-signed Nathan McKinnon for eight years at $12.6 million a year for a total of $100.6 million. God damn. Nathan Wait, McKinnon. You gotta Stanley pay the man. Cup champion, Nathan yeah, McKinnon. Yeah, man. Nate Dogg he, is awesome. That contract makes him the highest paid player in NHL history. Good. Ain't that some shit? It's awesome. He, he deserves it, man. He's he's that guy that, like, well, I mean, Landis Cog, I know, is the captain, but, like, Nate could be the freaking captain. Yeah. But he's just heart and soul and the elite ridiculousness that he brings. He's awesome. Yeah, so good for him. Good for Nate. Um, let's move on to some free agency signings that uh, that happened since we last talked here. And uh, we'll start with the East Coast here. And we've only got a, a few here. So Paul Stasny used to be a bigger name than he is now. Uh, he's no longer yeah. with the Jets. They tried bringing him back last year. It didn't work out too well. So now he's with Carolina for one year at you know $1.5 million a year. Nothing to paint your face over. But uh, where does Carolina keep getting money to, to get all these guys? I don't know. I was just actually looking at their lineup when you said that. So he's apparently the fourth line center, which he's a bit of a scory sort of guy. So if he can win draws and sneak a few points in the fourth line, that's good for them. Mm -hmm. uh, they do have all these guys. Like they have Andre Kasha on the third line, who at one time was like snipping it up in Anaheim. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, uh, but then they also don't have, I don't know if Aho is the stud that you need. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if they have the number one guy. I think they have a lot he's of... He's really good, though. Yeah. I also love Brent Burns for them on D this year. I think he's going to be oh, very right. motivated Brent after Burns. sucking for a while in San Jose. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to be very motivated. This season, I think so. so, too. And he's been... Uh, I follow him on Instagram. He's always working out. He's showing yeah, his progress. He looks, he looks like think, a cool dude. I think he's yeah. going to be fired up. Yeah. Um, let's... Let's take a plan and go out west here. And the big one out west was Nazem Kadri. He left Colorado and signed with the Calgary Flames on a seven-year deal at $7 million a year. What do you think about this one? I think this is a great signing for Calgary. I think Brad Tree Living is the best fucking GM going, in, <laughs> at least in Canada, if not in the league not right now. Not going that far yet. Uh, Dude, with what, with what their team faced this summer, with the mm, turnaround that he mm. made it into and turned that team into probably a better team, Yep. Or at least as good as after having your two studs walk out. Most of the teams would have just been like, okay, hey, blow it up, rebuild, put our heads yeah. in the sand. Uh, but he turned it all around in stunning fashion. So I think it's pretty rad. Yeah, good for him. Good for Nazem. I hope he does well in Calgary. Um, let's go he to Vegas. That, uh, not to keep, but he brings that grit that Kachuk left with. Yep. Even if he doesn't bring as many points as Kachuk, he brings that exact grit and effort. Not and as much it. toughness grit, more of ratty grit. Ratty Grit, yeah, but Ratty Grit works, man. Yeah. Ratty Grit is Ratty Grit might get you less penalty minutes because it's less ratty fights. Grit. You know, yeah, <laughs> Ratty Grit. <laughs> it might get you less penalty minutes because it's less fights, but it's still the same kind of effect of pissing the other team off. I like it. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, let's go to Vegas here. Uh, our boy Phil the Thrill, Phil Kessel. He signed oh, with Vegas for a, a one year at $1.5 million a year. And I think Phil's going to light it up. 30 goal He's Phil. Still, yeah. Still in the desert, um, but playing for a, a more uh, offensively gifted team, um, a team with more recent success than the Arizona Coyotes. And, uh, and here's a fun fact about Phil this year if he plays eight more games straight, uh, he could. He's gonna take the Iron Man streak no away from Keith Yandel, and yes. if he does this, we can call it the Kessel Run. Oh my God! I fucking Star Wars love thing. Phil Kessel, dude. Yeah, I fucking love Phil Kessel. Yeah, I didn't get the Kessel Run joke, but that is phenomenal. It's a Star Wars lo- thing. Yeah, I love everything about Phil Kessel, and I think Han you know, Solo did it in eight parsecs. Oh, nice. Well, <laughs> eight parsecs is nothing to sneeze at. Um, uh, he, uh, oh, dude, I had something to say about him that was going to be awesome. And now it's gone. He threw me up with parsecs. It's all good. Uh, Phil the Thrill. He's going to do wonders oh, this year. Yeah, his stat line will be 30 goals, 10 assists, zero hits, zero pims. <laughs> <laughs> zero blocks. <laughs> zero blocks. But 30 goals, though. 30 goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can see, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, uh, Colorado, they signed Evan Rodriguez for one year at $2 million mm. a year. And I like this signing. Evan Rodriguez last year in Pittsburgh, he stepped up when Crosby was down yeah, and Malkin, he and he yeah, really, he, um, he he really helped them get to where they finished last yes, year. Yes, I agree. Um, and he slowed down towards the end, as could be expected, but he's gonna he's gonna help out that Colorado team with some depth scoring. I just yeah. picked him up off waivers for my fantasy team, Ronald McNeil, and, uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. Yeah, I li- I like him. I liked him with Pittsburgh. He can play with the league guys. Maybe some people are getting hurt. Who knows that he's playing with McKinnon at some point in the year? Like, who knows, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, anything could happen. Cool. Alrighty, so moving on here, um, I want to do a Hab stop, and uh, I know what you're thinking, all you Sens fans and other fans listening out there, oh, the Habs are the worst team in the fucking league. I know. But they're my team, and I'm talking about them. Yeah, um, but you know what? The Habs are one of the most legendary all-time franchises. If you like hockey... You got to have part of you that at least likes the Habs, unless you're from Boston. Thank you, Dave. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Carey Price. He is out for the entire season, and it's sad. Um, he was my favorite goaltender growing up. He was once considered the world's best goaltender, winning everything but a Stanley Cup, including a gold medal from Canada. Um, and, you know, he could be done for good. That's really sad to hear. I wish him all the best. I hope he doesn't make that his, his final... Mm-hmm. thing with the team i hope he does come back and and you know maybe in a couple of years when this team starts to get good again and he comes back in there and takes us on a run that's right now not out of the question so how old is he he's 33 years old oh dude that could be what he's thinking maybe like a, a year or two off for the need to actually heal instead yeah. of trying to force it yeah and then when the habs are good again in three years or whatever he comes back who knows could take a couple of years of just straight recovery yeah. And, you know, a little bit of practice here and there. Who knows? Well, he's gifted a guy enough that he could pull off something like that. He's got a lot of tenacity, that guy. Yeah. Um, so moving on from him. Big news out of the Habs world. Uh, Nick Suzuki, who I just traded for, uh, became the 31st captain of the Habs. Uh, he's 23 years old. He's the youngest captain in franchise history. And here's a little fun little tidbit here. He was traded. <coughs> so he's the 31st captain of the Habs. Okay, and he was traded from the 31st NHL team, the Vegas Golden Knights, and he's now the 31st captain. I think that's a fun little thing. I don't know. That's a fun little thing. Is Um, he also maybe the first not French captain? uh, I don't think so. Uh, Max Pacioretty was definitely not French. (laughs) Mm, Right, I forgot he was captain. I could be wrong on this stat, but I, I think he's the first Asian player to become um, a captain, not of any team, because I think you know Paul Correa was the captain of the Ducks at one point. Was, yeah, that's um, what, but I think he's the first good. Asian player to become a captain of any original six team, any Eastern Conference team, and definitely any Canadian team. So Nick Suzuki, cool. congratulations! Um, good for you, man. Hell of a player for sure. Hell of a player, and it's nice to see uh, a little diversity, especially yeah. in in Montreal land where they, you know. French thing they gotta French chill out thing. on, but yeah. we all know. I, I being think from they Ottawa, are. We all know they're not chilling out on that. I think they are actually with new management, Jeff Gordon and Kent Hughes. They are regularly yeah, doing maybe. conferences in in English, and Kent uh, Jeff Gordon, he's not a French guy, you know. Mm. So that's good because he should be getting the best man for the job, man, man or woman, whatever I, for I them day for the job. Yeah, I agree. I want to give a shout out to uh, to Chris Weidman. 
Uh, we said last on last pod they signed him again for another couple of years, you know, million bucks or so a year. Uh, yeah, he just seems like a good dude. Um, see, and you know, Montreal's got a lot of young D coming up. Uh, they're expected to be their core pretty soon, mm-hmm. and he just seems mm-hmm. like he's a good mentor for them. Uh, he made a joke in a in an interview the other day about staying with Cole Caulfield and. While he was waiting for his own place in Montreal, and he said it was like staying at home with his son. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, so it, I just think he's a good lad. I've seen him a couple times. He moves the puck well. He he stands up for any teammate, even though he's you know five foot ten. He's not yeah. a big dude. He'll fight anyone, and yeah, just a good dude. Um, yeah. Of course, I got to talk about the recent first overall draft pick, Yuri Slipkowski. Kid's only eighteen years old, and he's had a slow start. He's got all the expectations on him right now. He's the first overall draft pick of the Montreal Canadiens. I mean, mm-hmm. what what bigger pressure is there on a kid than mm-hmm. that? Seems mm-hmm. to be taking it well. He doesn't seem to be getting too down on himself. He's still smiling. He's making jokes in the press, things like that. Um, but he hasn't really been able to, you know, like really stand out. Um, yeah. That's a problem in the preseason because there's like not NHL squads. You should be fucking standing out. If yeah. You're gonna be. But listen, he, he's getting used to playing on smaller ice. He's getting used to playing with North American talent. He's getting used to playing new systems. You know, I'm sure the, the lack of ads literally all over the ice is throwing him off a bit. How big is he? <laughs> How, what's he, his size? He's six foot four, 238 pounds. Ooh, he's a tank. Okay. Okay. But he can also fly. Okay. He can wow. skate. Yeah. So I'm watching I didn't him. know he was that big. Dude, I'm watching him out there and you can tell he's got talent. Like he's mm-hmm. great with controlling the puck. There was a, a clip where he, they were playing Buffalo in some sort of rookie camp thing. And mm-hmm. uh, he was kind of coming in with his head down a little bit, crossed the ice through the middle. And one of the Buffalo players tried to hit him and he just fucking chested him. And the Buffalo player fell down. And Sapkowski yeah, just kept yeah. the puck and kept going. 18-year-old so kid. You yeah. can see when he plays that he's got some talent and he's something special. And given the opportunity to develop and grow more, he's going to be a big part of this team going forward. Yeah. Um, just last night, he got his first assist in the preseason game. You know, he drove to the net uh, and he took a shot. Goalie made a save and it got the rebound out and Drew Ann picked it up and put it in. So he got his first assist there. It looked really good. Um, you know, if it was up to me... I'd probably send him back to the juniors to play another year just to get just another more year of seasoning mm-hmm. um, and just kind of let him do his thing. We're in no rush right now no, to get yeah. anybody at their top talent peak right now. We want to no. take our time. We want to develop these kids and make sure that we're doing right by them. Um, what is he? Is he center wing? He's a, he's a left wing. He's just left, left wing. Okay. Left wing, yeah. I think Sorry, they might... I mean, you guys are... I'm just looking at the Habs lineup. Caulfield, Dadnov, Rem Pitlick, and Druan. Now he's obviously not trying to apply for Pitlick or Druan's job, but he's, Rem Pitlick is sick. Sure, but I mean, but he's not looking for. He's not a. This kid isn't trying to play on the third or fourth line. He's trying to be top six. So like, he yeah. needs Evgeny Dadnov's job if he wants to play. And that's this the thing. Year. You're not going to develop him playing on the fourth line. No, exactly. You so know, I would even consider Dadnov's sending him. Yeah, I would even consider sending him to the AHL and letting him play mm. top line in Laval. Yes, sure. You know, totally. he's close to the team. You can keep an eye on him. You can call him up because he's on a two-way contract. Yeah. Um, but because of his age, he might not be able to go there. I don't really know the rules too well with that whole thing, but, I, I mean, either. he needs more seasoning. Um, so tonight, if he's 18, you'd think that you could yeah. probably, if you can get drafted into the show at 18, you could probably play in the mm-hmm. AHL at 18. But you know what? Every game that we see of him, he looks a bit better and better. Tonight, they played the Sens, Great. and they it was the first game of, since, since Suzuki's been back. He's been injured, mm-hmm. and his mm-hmm. first game back, and mm-hmm. it's the lineup that everybody's been talking about forever. Highly anticipated line of Slavkowski, Suzuki, and Caulfield. Yeah. Suzuki and Caulfield, they already got good cam. They look great. And Slavkowski's playing with them. And, you know, it actually looks pretty good. They had a ton nice. of chances. I think Slavkowski got robbed by uh, by your goalie. I don't know, Forsberg. Um, Is that who was in there? Forsberg? Yeah, He's yeah. My he, got, boy. he got robbed by Forsberg. And, Fuck you know, yeah, he, Forsberg he had a lot of good chances. And, you know, if not for Forsberg playing well tonight, I think Slav could have had one. And it, it would have been mm. great. So, I, I don't know. It's a tough call. It's it, He's not making yeah. it easy because you can tell that he needs a bit of de- development, but mm. he's you can also tell he's he's got something there. And but you don't, considering it, yeah. like what you're saying where the Habs are at, 
why push it? Exactly. Let him go back down. Then later in the year when he's doing well in the AHL, give him a few games in the show as a reward. Yeah, exactly. Let him have another taste later, but don't don't fuck him up by just trying to bring him up too early. I agree. Um, and one other guy I, I want to touch base on who doesn't get a lot of uh, looks from you know people that aren't familiar with the Habs is uh, a guy they drafted this year called Owen Beck. He looks mm. absolutely excellent out there. He's he's a center iceman. He's uh he's got a great faceoff percentage. It's over it's like mid fifties. Mm. You know? He could be the next Deno replacement. But he's he's a bit smaller and he's got a bit more of offensive talent to him. Um they just signed him to an ELC contract, which, you know, that he was drafted this year, and that doesn't happen too often. Mm. Um I think he's gonna play in Laval, but you know, there's a lot of people that follow hockey and, and the Habs a lot more closer than I do who are saying Owen Beck is like a steal, like 100% steal. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and another steal. Is he a I, steal that was, uh, is he a young kid coming out of the draft? Is he coming out of college or what's his like? He's, uh, he played in the OHL. Played he's, one so year in the OHL. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But he signed an ELC, so he's probably going to play in Laval on the farm team. As he should, sure, why not? But yeah. he looks great out there, and he, you know, a lot of this preseason, he's been centering the top line. Nice. Until Suzuki came back tonight. It tells you what they think of his potential future anyway. Totally. So that's all I got for the Habs right now. Um, I think you want to do a little bit of talk on your sense? We'll do a little we'll sense do a sense stop. Sense. We need more sound effects. We can't afford sound effects, so we'll do them like that for now. We'll get some. Okay. This um, end stop uh, is brought to you by. Ah, uh, do we have a sponsor? Mr. Mozzarella. Mr. Oh, I wish. Fuck. Mr. Mozzarella, <laughs> sponsor us. Please <laughs> send us your pizzas yeah. frozen from Ontario. Okay, uh, Hab Stop was brought to you by St. Hubert, and Send yeah, Stop was. is brought to you by Mr. Mozzarella. And I'm proud of you for saying St. Hubert and not fucking Swish LA. I'm proud of you for saying oh, that. Oh, dude, I just started reading the Jay Baruchel book on being a Habs fan. And he, uh -huh. just, he just did a whole chapter about St. Hubert chicken. Are you serious? Yeah. I, I, I was a fucking <laughs> roaster at the St. Hubert on St. Laurent Avenue in Ottawa. Fuck yeah, dude. Just cutting chickens in half and fucking putting them on the roaster and shit. I, I took Carla to St. Hubert uh, last mm. summer. We went in, in Quebec in, uh, in, in Elmer. Delicious. And uh, Carla had a... Had like a 10-minute conversation with the server about dipping sauces. <laughs> Dude, did, did she like the Hubert sauce? She, uh, she's not a big like gravy sauce person, but she tried what? it. She said it was good. Not a big gravy sauce person? I've never I mean, met a person that doesn't like I gravy. I don't want to get into it too much. She's yeah, just right up there. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carla, if you can hear me, you should like gravy. <laughs> she can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, uh, well, yeah, back to, back to the send stop. Send here. stop. Send stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one oh that is the one okay uh so my first point i think a lot of these are kind of obvious this preseason but i'm, I'm gonna give my take on it because there's no one else here to give their take on it Welcome. and basically talbot getting hurt blessing in disguise this fast tracks forsberg's progression to the number one ottawa senators goaltender of the future you love forsberg I I do love Forsberg. I like him too. And that's why I took him. It's not just because I took him. It's why I took him. Because last year when he played, he was sick on a team that had like no defense. Talbot, yes, it would have been nice to like help shield him and they could have split the load more. But I think uh, Anton's ready to run away with the number one job. And he's going to be the difference as to why the Sens get a fast start this year. And we're going to be in the mix towards the end of the year when it comes to the playoff picture. Um, uh, do you think the Sens have... You think we're playing mean, meaningful hockey last month of the year? That's what I'm looking for. I think so. I, I, I've said this yeah. before. I think Sens are in the playoffs and Toronto's yeah. not. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't agree with Toronto's not. My dream is they're both in the playoffs and Ottawa beats them in the first round. Okay. I can but see that just, happening too. Guys got uh, a dream. But no, yeah. I, I, I like Forsberg a lot. I watched him tonight. Yeah. I watched him last game. He's flying out there. He's well positioned. He's yeah. big. He puts his gloves Confident. Up. He looks like he doesn't care that's the NHL. Yeah, and, and like I said kid, earlier, like, that that combination was that uh, Debrinkad Giroux. They got something. Yeah, man. Yeah, they dude. got something. That was so. Okay, this is part of. My, there was a later point, but I'll make that now. Is Debrinkit? Everyone is on this kid's like. Oh, is this because of Patrick Kane? Is Patrick Kane a magician that can set you up? Yes. Does the puck still bit. have to go in the fucking net? Absolutely. And I'd like to talk about Debrinkad before he was ever on Chicago. And yes, it's the juniors, but like. 
three years in the juniors, he played 60 games every year. He got over 100 points every year and he got 127 the last year. I know that's junior, but like this kid isn't just like, oh, I scored because Kane gave me the puck. This kid is a sniper and he has now Claude Giroux and who is basically passed first and Tim Stutzla who is passed first. Like he's got two guys on his line, uh, well, high-end passing talent and that like, I think he's going to just kill it this year. I saw tonight, uh, the one of the goals, Giroux passed it to Debrinkit on like mm-hmm. a nice little tip-in. Mm-hmm. And then later on, it was reversed where Debrinkat passed it to Giroux oh, for a it. nice little tip-in. Because he's been doing that with Kane and Giroux is just as soft-handed yeah. as Kane. Like, I yeah. I love it. I, he's going to prove all that shit wrong. I mean, maybe he gets 40. I don't know. I think the scoring, the scoring might go around on the Senators this year. Like, Josh mm-hmm. Norris is a killer. I think he's going to be just unreal on the power play. He's the one-time guy. He's the mm. threat. But now, like, who's the power play? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's almost an embarrassment of riches right now. I know I'm gushing over well, this. Well, I saw that Jake now. Batherson kid in action tonight, and he looked real good out there. Dude. However, I still think Caden Gooley is better. Uh, no. Well, I only say no because I watch the Sens all the time, and Gooley, I can't even think of seeing him, but Batherson, he can fucking score. And he got hurt last year, but he can score when he's in the yeah. lineup. He looks real good out there. Yeah, and there's been and some stuff. I also saw stuff, that Brandstrom but, kid. I saw him dipsy do uh, a couple guys. I fuck think off, Brandstrom. He's got some moves. Nah, he's too small, man. Okay. Either you score like Carlson, or you go away if you're that small. <laughs> no, in my book, away. seriously, you're not. You're not going to be a big tough guy mm. in front of the net because you're too small. That means yeah. you need to score a ton, and he hasn't proven himself capable mm. to do that. So to me, I don't really love the guy. There was a fight tonight. Did you see it? I didn't. I didn't. I was gonna watch like the highlights. And it stuff was after uh, Castellick. Yeah. Okay. He yeah. fought our tough guy, uh, Arbor Jackai. Arbor Jackai. What? Arbor Jackai. He's the first what player to have a name, the, dude. This kid is sick. He's. They call him the sheriff. He was just came up from the Hamilton Bulldogs. <laughs> really? Yeah. He oh, did. He I, I did the thing him. last yeah. year in juniors where he knocked the guy out, and then he went. He did the sleep thing. The sleep thing. Yeah, wow. dude. He is sick. He, he spells wow. his name with an X. He's the first one. Like, I like it. I'm I like telling the kid. you, you would like you some Arbor Jack guy. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like I like him already. For I'm sure. gonna send you some Arbor Jack guy stuff. That's funny. I right, continue. Okay, well, since yeah, I'll keep going. I was gonna talk about the D as well at some point because the D is with all the hype for Ottawa, the D hasn't really changed, right? So Thomas Shabbat. Either yeah, either Sanderson comes up and really all of a sudden is like, bam, I'm here, and I don't know if Sanderson is bam, I'm here, stay at home D that can play with Shabbat. Is he that or is he like? Bam! I'm here. I'm top four D. Sort of like mm-hmm. I don't know. Sanderson's a big deal for I think how the D is going to be this year, even though he's young. Uh, and the rest is the rest is kind of obvious. I mean, is everyone new going to click? The preseason looks pretty good so far. And the, I've always liked that Artem Zub guy. I think he's got something. The fans like him. I think it's more to do with his name than his play on the ice. He's got a sick you. name. He has a good name. His play on the ice is like meh. Is it? But yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's he's better than Zaitsev, but I don't like Zaitsev. So, so I don't got, mind. Sorry, go ahead. If you had to get a, a jersey tomorrow of your favorite Sens player, which jersey are you getting? No, no, no. Oh, my favorite uh, Sens player. Yeah, the okay. person on the team. That I think is obviously going to be around for a while. Because I think the Chuck's too easy. I never get the easy jersey. I want to get the jersey... I think I'd go Stutzla because he's got the attitude and he ain't going you're not, anywhere. You're not getting a Norris? Uh, I like Norris. He's pure goal scorer. He's never going to get a penalty. He's like a nice guy. Hmm. That doesn't suit me. I like Stutzla. He gets angry. He might take the odd dumb penalty, but he'll, also, he'll probably also get in some fights. and like. Hey, but he's passionate, Stutzla's man. Stutzla's not getting in any fights. He's a yeah, whiner. He will at some point. I bet you he gets in a scrap this year. Stutzla's yeah, oh, you know who else was a whiner in their first year? Sydney Big Crosby. time whiner. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not saying Stutzla's Crosby, but I'm saying... He it's proves kind of that he saying. is. I think he's a point a game player this year. That's okay. what I'm saying. And All he's right. got edge to him, which I like a lot. Okay. Yeah. What else you got for those pesky um, for the Sens? Sens I mean, that's it. It's prove well. It's prove it. They're now at the point that's like they have to over. It. Yeah, and so they don't have to make the playoffs, but you got to be playing meaningful hockey right till the end. Right. For this, they got. They got to at be least okay. be a bubble team. Yeah, like it's got to be in there, and I think I think they will. Even the last couple of years that they've sucked so much. Yeah. It's actually been the first half of the year, both those years where they've sucked so much. A lot of it, the goaltending, but also the team. 
And then the second half when they scrape it, they're competitive and good, but they were so far behind the eight ball, they couldn't catch up. So yeah. hot start this year, Forsberg and Net fucking lights out, and mm. we'll see the Maple Leafs in the playoffs and we'll hand hey, them go their sense, fucking go. loss. Yeah, buddy. You're the you guys are the only hope about uh of the Eastern League or Eastern of Eastern. our division beating the Leafs. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. go sense sure. go. go um sense. all right, well let's move on here. Let's talk about uh, a couple more retired players recently here. And obviously mm. we gotta talk about PK Subban. He yes. announced his retirement after only ten years. Was it ten years? Ten eleven uh, that years. That sounds about right. Yeah. So he was drafted in the second round at 43rd overall yeah, by years, my Montreal Canadien. Uh, you know, is that they sent him back to the uh, to juniors where he was playing and then they called him up in the playoffs in 2010. He came in and he was just red hot. He scored eight points in 14 games and he never looked back. You know, he, he came up and st- stayed up. Um, he was just electric, you know, highlight real goals, end to ends, big clappers, you name it, he can do it. Um, he arguably, couldn't miss him when he was on the ice. Exactly. Sure. And he's arguably the most electrifying player that Montreal and maybe even the league has ever seen, you know, anytime he touched the puck, he couldn't look away. Couldn't look away. His no. best season was in 2014, 15, where he scored 15 goals and 45 assists for a combined 60 points. Not bad. And he had a bunch of similar seasons like yeah. that where it was kind of mm-hmm. around, you know, 50s, things like that. Yeah. Um, his one-timer, when he was at his peak, his one-timer mm-hmm. was just like Shea Weber-ish. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he secured a big bag for Montreal. I think they gave him somewhere like $89 million, somewhere around there. Um, mm-hmm. And it was his only contract that he signed. He signed an ELC, and then he signed the big one. Um, and that was it. Um, and then, you know... After after he did sign with Montreal, he kind of started to fall off a little bit. I think he kind of became a little full of himself, um, and yeah. maybe he wasn't getting along with some of the players. And then he was involved in probably the, one of the biggest blockbuster trades of the salary cap era, um, in a one-for-one with, like you said, Shea Weber from the mm-hmm. Nashville Predators. Mm-hmm. Shea was the captain over there, and I don't think they wanted to trade him, but, I mean, he's P.K. Subban. How do you turn that down after the kind of... <laughs> Showing that he's had up till that point, um, he he took the National Predators to the to the finals the the year he got there, mm. and he was hot. He was real good there. At the time, that was a big deal trade. There was a yeah. lot of flack about as if you know this like both ways saying it was completely mm. unbalanced on either side. I think both teams won. Yeah, yeah. A Montreal, yeah, you, could, you could argue both that. teams won and both teams lost because Montreal got Shea Weber, which became their captain, which helped them get to certain places in their success. Mm. And as, and you know, PK was really good for the Predators for a while and helped them Mm. be successful. And then Mm. they both kind of fell off. Shea Weber got banged up and injured and couldn't keep up. Yeah. PK just became super full of himself and cared more about his own brand than he did the teams he was playing for. So, you know, Nashville shipped him off to New Jersey like you can tell that the boys in the room didn't like him that much. He's always no. going on his fucking phone on doing the Instagram thing. He'd be like doing like a selfie video, like, yo, what up, kid? It's I very remember cringy. one. I remember very one he was cringy. on like a bus or a plane or something, and he was like doing his thing, talking to his camera, and then he puts it on Taylor Hall. He's like, Yo, Halsey, say what up. And Halsey's just like like makes fuck a face off, like, like fuck off. Like yeah. leave me alone, yeah. you know? Like yeah. I, I don't think he got along with a lot of players on the team. Yeah. Um, he just overall always seemed to have this like uh, too just, big too big for the team mentality. Yeah, it's a vibe that you don't yeah. really yeah. you know. Does he make bad, the does he make the hockey hall of fame? So I just listened to Chickless actually today and Biz is going on a big rant about how he thinks he makes the Hall of Fame. I playing wise, no, but like if you want to get into like, oh, because he's influenced tons of like uh, black kids all over that maybe see a familiar face. I want to make Perhaps. like if you're going that route, if that makes if that's a Hall of Fame thing that people who are builders of the game and stuff like that, right. sure. Especially because business point was that if he goes on to be on camera for 10, 15 years on, you know, a hockey thing that he'll have even more influence. So maybe yeah. he makes it like that. But like Perhaps. hockey wise, I would say no. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, does um, does Mike Greer make the Hall of Fame? Then he had a he had arguably a better career than PK did, and now he's the GM of the Sharks. 
Yeah, well, I can't say I'm familiar enough with Mike Greer's What about Anson Carter? He had name. a great career as well, and now he's a, a talking yeah. head of the, of the sportscast of world. Of the sportscast world, he I, is, I think if you're going to give PK like, a ballot to the Hall of Fame based on on his on his accomplishments mm. outside of the game, um, then mm. it kind of opens the door for a lot of other questions about other people who mm. might not have been considered to be into the Hall of Fame based on their play inside the yeah. game and yeah. PK, well, I think it comes with a caveat of him being in the media for the next 15 years right and then maybe you know what i mean not like but not just a, what he's done now he won a norris trophy that's that's he it. one one yeah he won a norris and yeah, that's, that's it. pretty fucking good that's it pretty fucking good he's yeah. got no cups he's got no hey. heart he's got none of this yeah i agree with the no heart yeah <laughs> Let's move on from PK. I wish him the best, yeah, sure. and I look forward to seeing him blabber on on whatever. Yeah, he does. He does his show. thing. I got he, no hate for him. He was just yeah. always kind of cringy. I, I I had to unfollow him on Instagram. He just became too annoying. Dude, there's a show on Amazon Prime. It was like this uh, who can laugh first sort of game show. And I don't know. If yeah, you saw I watched it. it, and he was there, yeah. and they took his pants off. That was the cringiest thing I've ever seen. I in my know life. it was super cringy. That was ridiculous. It's like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Another, that's, BK. Cheers, that's, BK. A, that's another uh, <laughs> Jay Baruchel show. I uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it was called uh, I forget what it's called. Um, moving on to another defenseman who also retired, mm. Duncan Keith. And in my opinion, mm. Duncan Keith definitely deserves a sniff yes. at the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yes. This guy was drafted 54th overall in the second round by Chicago Blackhawks. He won two Norris trophies, a Conn Smythe, and three Stanley Cups with Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. His most productive season was in 09-10, where um, he got about 60 points, or, yes, yeah, 67 points. I don't have, I forgot the exact stat here, but he had yeah. pretty good stats. He had a good Six, stats. Six, seven yeah. points. But he yeah. always had those kind of stats. He was a productive defenseman and he was just a team leader. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he retired at like, like what, 38, 39? In my that opinion, right. oh, really? that's the kind of player, yet. in my opinion, that's the kind of player that should be getting into the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Guys that stick it out until they're almost 40, they're, they're stalwart staples in whichever team drafted them they win mm-hmm. cups they win trophies and they're just an embodiment of a successful nhl like a top success nhl player yeah and they're key parts of winning cups not just on the team like he was a key part of every cup they got well i think any person that's on on a team for 15 years is a key part of that team. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no matter what. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, he's a beauty for sure. Duncan Keith, congrats. All the best. Yeah. Uh, and another guy we talked, we gave, we gave his rundown on the last episode, but uh, I thought it was a nice thing the Bruins did for Zidane Chara. They, uh, they brought him back in for one day. They signed him to a one day contract and they let him retire as a Boston Bruin. And, and I think that's great. Mm-hmm. He, I know he came from Ottawa, but, I think he really that's, became the Zidane Chara that everybody knows today when, true. He, when he yeah. got with the Bruins. It's the dumbest thing Otto ever did. We chose Wade Redden over Zidane Chara. At the time, Wade Redden was was pretty good. At the time, yeah, but just hindsight's 2020, and 2020 right yeah. now is telling me that that was dumb as fuck. That's the way she goes, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wish that we had Chara forever because, mm-hmm. fuck, he was the best. Yeah, he was awesome, though. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of... What kind of player can you compare him to? Even is there anyone that big that's ever been around that long and so no. dominant and just no. like unique? It's it's cool. Yeah. No, here's a great guy off the ice. On the ice, I'd consider him a bit dirty. You know, he did that's, a lot of shit like that he that. got away with. Yeah. Broke Max Pacioretty's neck. Fuck yeah. He, you know, he didn't. He, well, he was. He, he, he was. He broke Max Pacioretty's neck. Yeah, in the playoffs, he ran his head into the stanchion and mm. broke his neck. Oh, I can't remember that, but that's, you know. No, it was dirty. Um, <laughs> but anyways, whatever it is, Zdeno, good for you, buddy. Yeah. Good for, for sure. Bruins. Um, yeah. All right, that's about it for the retirees. Got mm-hmm. a couple of random tidbits here I want to discuss. Then we can wrap it up for this this uh, episode Absolutely. here. yeah, sure. Uh, NHL 23. Dave, you used to play a little chell with us back in the day. You used to play a little chell. What was your name chel. again? What was your name? You used to play a little chell. What was my name? It was... Uh, uh... Oscar, uh, no. Puck Hog? Puck no, Hog? no, it was uh, like the guy's name. Something uh, Sanchez? Oh, fuck. No, I don't remember what it was, to be honest <laughs> Oh, uh, Pepe Silvia. Pepe Silvia, that's right, yeah. From yeah Pepe it's always Silvia. Sunny. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. Um, well, uh, that was 22, okay? Well, NHL 23 mm-hmm. is coming out, and I could not be less interested. Uh, mm-hmm. Just another copy-paste of the same garbage. Sarah but you know Nurse and Trevor Zegris? So, yeah, they every year they get a cover, and uh, <laughs> this year they, they go a little different. They put Trevor Zegris, which, okay, Trevor Zegris, he's an NHL player. He's got some flash. He's young. He's yeah, kind of starting I to guess. revolutionize the way kids are scoring goals. A lot of kids are looking up to him. I see the mm-hmm. marketing appeal. Um, yeah. And then they got Sarah Nurse on there. Well, she is a very talented hockey player yeah, yeah, um, sure. in women's hockey. She won a gold medal with Canada. So, you know, congrats mm. to her for that. But, I mean, yeah. it's a, it's NHL. Like, she doesn't yeah. play in the NHL. No. I'd like to take a hot take on women's hockey in general Do it. right now. Take it, bro. If they ever want to be successful, add body contact to your game. Yeah. Period. I agree. I agree. That is a big reason why new fans come to hockey is because of how physical and crazy mm-hmm. it is, and then they learn to love the sport. If yeah. women want people to do that, yeah. you got to add contact to your game. Your, I agree. And I opinion. don't know why they don't. I don't. I don't know why they don't either. Their their skill is there. They're fast. They're always like it's good hockey. Was, it is good hockey. If you it's, added hitting yeah. to it, it would be great. Yeah, like I, it would I, literally. I watch, I watch women's hockey when so they're do doing, when they're doing the tournaments, and they play well. They they take great shots. They make good little passing plays, and they and they they're they're, they're fun highly to watch. skilled. They're fast. They have everything. It's, it's a good tick tac toe game. Yeah, but add the hitting. Add some hitting. Add the hitting. Yeah, that's all of, you're missing. It is a big people, part of why men's hockey wouldn't be as successful without the hitting. It's not a. Yeah. It's not because they're not good enough. They need to hit. It's like a big part of hockey is it's physical and it's yeah. That's part of it. You know what yeah, I mean? So Exactly. I think they should do that. But anyway. Um, and, you know, a lot of people aren't too happy with this cover. A lot of people are saying it's the worst cover ever. You know, yeah. it, it's not even just about who's on it, but it's also like the background of where they are. It's oh, like a I California background. There's Let no me. ice. It's palm trees and like right. a basketball court or something. Does and, it have a big U.S. dollar symbol behind uh, it? I don't know what it is, but, you know, people are calling it the worst cover ever. So a lot of people oh, saying wow. it's uh, mainly for diversity points because, you know, how EA is, you know, you get those things of at the course, beginning of games and they're always trying to, you know, show their show their virtu- virtuousness. Yeah. And such like that. So uh, I'm looking yeah, for it online. A right lot now. of people aren't too happy about it. And I don't really care either way. If I buy the game, I'm going to mm. get it at half price when it goes on sale. And I'm going to buy a digital version of it. So I'm not even going to own a cover. But uh, it's not. Some, there was a, a couple fan covers that I seen. And one of them was Kale McCarr skating. And the background was like the Colorado Rockies. And it was like blue and purple. And it looked Dude, that sounds absolutely great. sick. I don't yeah. know why they didn't go with something like that. But it's whack. You pull that up yet? Jesus Christ. I know. It's so hard to find. <laughs> is NHL 23 or NHL 24? 23. I, why can't I see we got to move on here, Dave. Maybe they're embarrassed by it. You missed yeah, your chance. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's that. I don't really have too much else to say about that. I hear the game is just yeah. terrible. As always, I don't recommend yeah. buying it right away. Wait till it goes on half price. Which um, will. Come at me, EA. Do something. Yeah. Um, Do something about it. Winnipeg. They made a bold mm. move, and they are headed for the dumpster, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, they took Blake Wheeler's captaincy away. He's not too happy about it. He made some comments. What do you think about that? I think it's a dick move. Um, yeah. Trade uh, I him. Think Trade him. Don't take his captaincy that, like, there's not. It, it's one thing if there was some new, someone new on the team that for some reason had shown that they had overtaken that spot. But like whoever you just hand that to in that change room, he's still the fucking captain. Yeah, like to everyone else's eyes, like because there's no one else there that's going to be able to sway those guys. Like, it's, it was a dumb move, in my opinion. I know the fuck's wrong with Winnipeg. They always have this roster that looks great, and they just like cannot scrape it. The years that they so, had uh, Bufflin and Kane and and Mine yeah, and all those guys sick, firing man. on all cylinders, that was a good Winnipeg time. Yeah, man. And now, even on paper, now they still look like they yeah. should be good. The but basement. you just know that there's not going to be something I think they're quite for the right. Basement. Probably are. They yeah. probably are. But that could also mean that they blow it up and that some of those guys end up somewhere else. Yeah, for sure. So who knows? Uh, yeah. So moving on from them, uh, just a couple more things here. Uh, former goaltender Scott Darling, he's uh, he's out of the hockey game. He retired, and now he's uh, he's doing stand-up comedy, which I think is awesome. I, I love it when you see hockey Different players man. with a little yeah. bit of personality, and uh, I listen to it. It's pretty funny stuff. I'm not going to give away his jokes because you probably go see him yourself, but... Pretty mm. funny stuff. Um, are they hockey related jokes? Uh no, 
No, not really. No. Well, maybe a little bit, but mostly just life jokes. But he also mm. seems like a good dude. I read an article in The Athletic a few years ago um, where he was kind of outlining his struggles with alcohol and, you know, up and downs in his in his hockey career, trying to find mm. a spot here and there, you know, went mm. to, like, mm. as low of a league as you can get out in, like, Florida or something like that. And, right, uh, yeah. You know, never really found his footing. And I think Carolina took a chance on him where, where he's from and... Uh, yeah, he, he didn't really pan out too well, but it was a good article, and, and if you can find it online, I, I highly suggest it for a read. And uh, do you have anything about Scott Darling or, or stand-up comedy? Um, I mean, stand-up comedy is cool. I like it. Uh, uh-huh. Scott Darling being a goalie for years, I'd be interested to hear that. I don't know. Like, does that... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to think, because his whole experience is being a professional sports guy, so he's having takes on life, but like... Yeah. What's well, his take on life? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Well, we only got a few minutes left here. So is there anything yeah, else you want to touch base on? Um, Sands are going to be awesome. Calgary is going to be awesome. Calgary Edmonton, probably West final. Mm. Um, that's about it. Fuck the Maple Leafs forever. Fuck the Leafs. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I want to give a quick shout out to my buddy Curtis. Uh, he gave me shit. Um, cause he asked me to come and sub in for his, uh, over 30 years old hockey team tonight. And I told him no, cause I got to record the pod with Dave. So podcast, from me to you, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, keep those sticks on the ice. Keep doing That's what you're right. doing. Follow us on Instagram at coast to coast hockey talk. Uh, send us an email. Um, yeah, keep it locked. It's going to be an exciting year. Yeah, it's going to be, be a, a great year. year. We'll, we'll come Absolutely. in next We'll come in in a, a week or so um, with our predictions for the season. What we think yep. is going to happen. Who's going to finish sure. where? What's who's going to get injured? Maybe stands uh, in the playoffs. Spoiler which, alert! Which rapper is going to have sex at which hockey game? Like last year with uh, mm, that mm, one rapper. Balls. I don't know his yeah. name, but I heard uh, they were just dancing. I also heard they were probably just dancing. <laughs> uh, so that's about it. I'm Joe. I'm also not Joe. That's no. Dave. I'm not Joe. I'm Joe. You're Dave? (laughs) Coast to coast. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Dizzy. Peace.